What's the damn difference how I got here? It made no difference at all, but he couldn't help seeing what he saw. Things different, with things not right or out of place or in place when they shouldn't be or not in sync with the words that came with them. Well, Deronda said, you're going to make me stand out here and get heat stroke or invite me in and pour me a cocktail? You never know. Something good might happen. Deronda looked down at her ankle, turning it to one side like something was stuck to it, probably wondering where Isaiah's eyes were. On her dark chocolate thigh gleaming in the California sunshine, on her dark chocolate titties trying their best to escape over that tube top, Isaiah looked away, uncomfortable deciding for the both of them what would happen next. She wasn't his type, not that he had one. Most of his love life was curiosity sex, a girl intrigued by the low-key brother who was so smart people said he was scary. That hadn't happened in a while. He opened the screen. Well, come on, then, he said. Isaiah sat in his easy chair rereading his emails. He was hoping he'd miss something. He needed a payday case, but nothing here was coming close. Hola, señor Quintave. I am a friend of Benito. He tell me you are trusted. A man from my work is saying blackmail to me. He say if I don't give him money, he will tell INS I have no green card. My son cannot stay for his school. Can you do something to help me? Dear Mr. Quintabe, late at night while I'm asleep in my bed, a man comes in and fondles my private areas. I know this for a fact because in the morning my nightgown is all bunched up and I have a funny feeling down there. Please don't tell anyone as I have been ridiculed about my suspicions before. Can you come over Sunday after church? Isaiah didn't have a website, a Facebook page, or a Twitter account, but people found him anyway. His priority was local cases where the police could not or would not get involved. He had more work than he could handle, but many of his clients paid for his services with a sweet potato pie or cleaning his yard or one brand new radial tire if they paid him at all. A client that could pay his per diem gave him enough income to support himself and helped him pay Flacco's expenses. Dang, Deronda said, looking into the fridge at the Fiji water and cranberry juice. You ain't got nothing to drink? Just what's there, Isaiah said from the living room. There was nothing to snack on either. Deronda might have thrown something together if she knew a recipe for plain yogurt, some plums, a bag of trail mix with no M&Ms. I can't believe it's not butter bread with bird seeds stuck to the outside, and cage-free eggs, whatever the fuck those were. There was a complicated machine on the counter. Stainless steel, big as a big microwave with handles and buttons and a double spigot over a grill like a soda machine. A tiny coffee cup and a little metal pitcher were set on the grill. Is this your coffee machine? She said. Espresso. You need a bigger cup. Isaiah kept reading emails and tried not to think about Deronda, ripe and juicy as one of those plums. Reluctantly, he kept his diesel zipped up. Not an easy decision. If he'd had sex with her, he'd come home one night to find her three-year-old son tearing up the place, while she watched Idol and ate the last few pieces of Alejandro, fried to a crispy golden brown. When he told her to keep her clothes on, she wasn't so much put out as she was surprised. You don't know what you missing, Deronda said. I be doing some crazy shit. Dear Mr. Quintabe, my daughter didn't come home for two weeks. 
I think she gone with a man named Olin Waters who is too old for her. She need to be took away from him before it's too late. Could you get her, please? I can pay not much. Dear Mr. Quintabe, two months ago, my beautiful son Jerome was shot to death in his own bed. The police said they didn't have enough evidence to make an arrest, even though everybody knows his wife, Claudia, was the one that pulled the trigger. I want to hire you, Mr. Quintabe. I want you to bring that bitch to justice. The living room was cool and dim, soft bands of sunlight and shadow coming through the burglar bars, the place so clean there weren't even dust motes in the air. Isaiah didn't look up as Deronda padded barefoot out of the open kitchen and across the polished cement floor. It had come out differently than he'd anticipated, but he liked it. Amorphous shapes of gray and green like a satellite map of the rainforest. Deronda plunked down on the sofa across from him and put her feet on the